It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver here with a bonus free agency episode just want to talk about the Wizards signing DeLon Wright, Bradley Bill re-signing with the Washington Wizards and other news in free agency. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I just want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so the Washington Wizards did sign DeLon Wright, who used to play for the Atlanta Hawks, played for the Raptors. We all remember um, DeLon Wright in that Raptors series where he just cooked us um, like he was an all-star. He looked like an all-star in that, in that Raptors series where we lost in six games. Um, where he literally took over the game. It was um, it brings up bad memories there, bad memories. But DeLon Wright is a solid player. He is about he, – he's a taller guard, so he is going to be that backup point guard for the Washington Wizards. He's five, 185 pounds. He is 30 years old, so we signed him to a two-year, $16 million deal using the mid-level exception, um, which, is, which is a solid deal. I mean, you could gripe a little bit over the money, but you just see the going rate for point guards right now. You look at what Tyus Jones signed. You know, he's a backup point guard. Who has produced more and, and fit a, a good role for the Grizzlies? Um, DeLon Wright has been a fine, solid player. They're looking for defense. DeLon Wright is a solid defensive player. Doesn't need the ball in his hands to be successful. He he is a good three-point shooter. Monte Morris is a th- solid three-point shooter. You look at some of the three-point shooting numbers from last year. Our point guard shot 31% from the three-point line combined. Um, and M- Monte Morris and DeLon Wright definitely will improve that. Um, both of those guys don't need the ball in their hands. They're, they're both solid defensive players. They're both guys. They're guys that are coming. They're going to come in and fit a role for the Wizards. Um, DeLine Wright, you know, we we wanted, you know, Bradley Bill, Tommy Shepard said they wanted taller guards. He fits that description. The long wingspan, long arms, can switch, can play one through three. So I think it's a solid pickup with the mid-level exception. Um, definitely going to fit into the rotation. We know he's going to be that backup point guard. I know they were interested in Javon Carter. Uh, Victor Oladipo is not coming to D.C. He could have been, a, you know, a backup combo guard or interchangeable in that, in that guard rotation. Uh, but just looking at some of the numbers from DeLon Wright last year, he averaged four points a game, uh, 1.2 steals per game, which is solid for the minutes that he got, 2.4 assists per game, 2.9 rebounds per game. Uh, let's see how much he got to the free throw line. Shot 30, like I said, 37% from the three-point line. Uh, only took one three per game, one and a half threes per game. That's still solid. 45% from the, from the, from the field. Played in 77 games, so he showed durability as well. And uh, the year before that, he played 63 games, and then with Dallas in 2020, he played 73 games. So he's been he's been pretty durable the last couple of years as well. So I think it's a solid pickup for the Washington Wizards. The, the Wizards they do have a solid rotation. There's still a lot of guys, kind of like last year where they had guys who were you know rotational guys, and they're just building around. Looks like they're just building around Bradley Bill. They're building 
around Chris Hesperzingas so that they're getting guards and, and guys in the backcourt that can help Bradley Bill defend. Johnny Davis is a defensive-minded guy, so he's going to be a backup. He'll be, you know, interchanging and playing with Bradley Bill at times, so he's a defensive-minded shooting guard. DeLon Wright is a, is a defensive-minded guy as well, so they're trying to get better defensively. So I do see the vision there. Um, right now, potentially, I do. St- I still see the Wizards competing for a playing spot right now, or uh, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth seed. Everything breaks right if they stay healthy. I think that's the the ceiling right now for the Washington Wizards. But did want to bring up some stats on Delon Wright that shows that I think that he is a solid pickup. Um, I did want them to go over after Gary Payton the second he signed elsewhere. Um, so there are some other guards that I did want to see the Wizards. Be aggressive and go after Malcolm Brogdon actually just got traded to the Celtics. So, you know, he's obviously off the table. I didn't think they were going to trade for him anyway. Um, so you look at some of the numbers that I found uh, on basketball reference. Um, he shot he only shot six point seven shots per 36 minutes. So it shows that he doesn't really need the ball in his hands to be successful. Um, so he's good off cutting, moving without the basketball as a starter uh, for the Hawks in eight games. He averaged ten and a half points per game, filling in for Trey Young when Trey Young was out or playing with Trey Young. He averaged ten points per game, four point three assists per game. 4.1 rebounds in eight games that he started. 44% from the three-point line. It was a plus five and a plus minus box when he was on the floor as a starter. He's a quality defender. Two steals a game per 36 minutes over the, over the last four seasons that he's played in the NBA. 39.7% uh, from three on one and a half attempts per game. I talked about that earlier. 38% from three in catch and shoot situations. So Bradley Bill finding him for open jumpers. Uh, Porzingis when we're running the offense through the high post with Porzingis. Um, he can find them for some easy spot up catch and shoot shots when they're doubling Brad or doubling Porzingis, finding DeLon right for those open threes. He can knock it down. Um, they also average 3.1 steals per 100% possessions and five deflections per game per 36 minutes. So that's solid defense right there from DeLon Wright. Also, 1.12 points per possession on spot ups, which was 78th, in per, was, which was in the 78th percentile. So he's a guy that can knock down an open shot and knock down open threes. We need that. We need spacing. We were we were awful from the three-point line. We were a bottom five team, uh, three-point percentage and three-point attempts per game. We were bottom five as well. Um, also, he's 1.46 points per possession on cuts to the basket, which was the 80, which was in the 83rd percentile per synergy. So he's a guy that can move without the ball. That's what we need. You know, we lost Sato. Uh, we moved on from Ish. He's, he's a taller guard than Ish, taller guard than the Neto and those guys. And he's a guy that won't be hunted. You know, we had just had problems where guys were being hunted. Like Neto was being hunted uh, defensively. Guys were looking for that matchup. I remember the playoff, Seth Curry just kept going at Neto, kept going at Neto because he could shoot over him and he knew he could score on Neto. And that won't be the case with DeLon Wright, just being a taller defender. And he was a positive, had a positive net rating in the playoffs this year. Even though the Hawks did lose to the Heat in five games, it was a gentleman sweep. DeLon Wright was a positive player. He had a positive net rating in that series as well. He was really good when he was on the floor uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. So I, I think it's a solid signing. I think he's a good player. Um, had some good years starting. Um, his career just never really panned out to be an all-star or anything like that. But he's a solid rotational player, a guy that can come off the bench. If, you know, we, you know, unfortunately injuries do happen, he can come in and start and there won't be a drastic drop off from Monte Moore. So he's a guy that can play well. And I think he, he can be a fit next to Bradley Bill as well. When Bradley Bill brings about, you know, Bradley Bill is a guy that initiates the offense a lot. And Bradley Bill is just better next to natural point guards that don't need the ball in their hands. So Bradley Bill can go to work or guys that can set up um, shots for Bradley Bill to knock down. So he can raise his three point percentage to, to what it was when he had, you know, guys like John Wall giving him the ball, um, you know, for easy shots. So I, I think it's a solid pickup. You know, it's not a home run or anything like that, but I, I think 
DeLon Wright is a solid figure for the Washington Wizards. Six five guard, long arms, long wingspan. And uh, I think he's going to help. I think he's going to help re-sign Anthony Gill. I do want to talk about Bradley Bill very quickly and the possibility of the uh, Wizards being interested. They are interested. There's a lot of reports that they've been interested in John Collins. I do want to get to that real quick, and then we'll wrap up because this will this will be a quick uh, check-in bonus free agency episode. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Arcade One Up. Boom, shakalaka. We have big news. The one, the only NBA Jam is back. Arcade One Up, the leader in at-home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they made it bigger than ever with a wait for it Shack Edition machine. People are obsessed with NBA Jam, and I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire in one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, and no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from arcade1up.com. That's arcade the number one up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade One Up is the place for fun. They've got even more classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just $399. Check this out. They are giving away an NBA Jam Shack Edition to a locked-on listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade the number one up.com slash locked on. You've got till July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam Shack Edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right. So like I said earlier, uh, Anthony Gill, they re-signed Anthony Gill to a two-year deal. I do want to bring up the contract. Details on Anthony Gill. Well-deserved for Anthony Gill. Man, the guy plays hard. He's he's He played small ball five. He played the four. He just did a lot of things. He's just he's just a Swiss Army knife for the Washington Wizards. Coming up, coming, he's just a hard worker. Everybody talks about how hard – Anthony Gill works. I know he won a, a something like a humanitarian award this past season as well, where I know he was fighting for minutes with uh, Thomas Bryant. There were times where he just beat out Thomas Bryant, who right now who has interest from the Lakers and the Celtics as well. So Thomas Bryant won't be returning to the Wizards. To the Wizards. Troy Brown Jr., also a former Wizard, got signed to the Los Angeles Lakers. But Anthony Gill, he's a good rebounder. He plays hard. He can knock down the three. He's a, he's a small ball five. He can be a stretch four. Swiss Army knife, you know, he's our 12th, 13th man, but he's a leader, constant veteran. Kyle Kuzma was happy when he when the deal was announced on Twitter. So um, Anthony Gill, two years, $3,443,195. Uh, the free he got a free agent minimum deal for the Wizards. So um, right now, also, I just wanted to pull up the uh, salary cap situation for the Wizards. So this is from Yossi Goslin, who is a salary cap analyst on Hoops Hype. He says he has the Wizards roughly at $2 million below the luxury tax with 14 players on the roster right now. Also looks like DeLon Wright got enough of the mid-level exception to hard cap the Wizards. So the Wizards 
are not in a great um, salary cap situation. We already know they're over the cap and they're trying to duck the luxury tax as what Troy Halliburton, uh, who was a special guest yesterday, talked about. So they're just not in a great uh, salary cap situation right now. So um, it is intriguing with the spot that they're in right now. They just don't look like a championship contender and they're already at the point where they are hard, hard cap. So it's just a tough situation for the Wizards for where they're at right now. And then also another advanced start, another nerdy advanced start stat for DeLon Wright is that he was a plus uh, plus 2.5 overall Raptor uh, per the LeBron mat- metric a- as a defender last year. So he's just a positive. He's a positive. He's been a positive defender all the way around for sure. So the main signings for the Wizards was DeLon Wright and Anthony Gill yesterday as free agency, bro- as free agency broke. And then, of course, the big news to maybe media outlets, national media outlets, but people who are Wizards fans and have paid attention to the situation, Bradley Bill immediately immediately put pen to paper, ran to the table and took the $250 million, which is surprise, surprise, not to us at all. So can't blame him at all for taking the money. I mean, he's going to put his family through generational wealth. Is he a number one option on a championship team? Those are the question marks for me. Can he be better in the clutch? I know he at when, before he got hurt, he led the league in turnovers in the clutch in the last two minutes when the game is decided within five points. Um, so those are the question marks for me to be a number one guy on a championship team. You have to be better in the clutch. You cannot turn the ball over in the clutch. You have to be a better defender as well. But Bradley Bill is a perennial all-star for sure. Three-time all-star, all third team, all NBA as well. Um, had a season where he had 25 points, five rebounds and five assists. Um, he does make his teammates better. We just have to see that consistently making his teammates better. But the guy is an elite scorer, elite three level scorer. Um, he will go down as one of the best wizards of all time for sure. But um, just, you know, paying him as a number one option on a championship contender is questionable. And you trying to build around him is harder when you're paying him 35% of the salary cap. So, and there's other teams that you see it. Other teams are just, other teams would love to have Bradley Bill. Joel Embiid is always talking about bringing in Bradley, trying to trade for Bradley Bill. The Heat have pursued Bradley Bill so much, but they're pursuing him to bring him in as a number two option to help them out. We're, you know, we're, we're building around Bradley Bill right now, which is just, it's, it's a tall task. Um, so yeah, it's either, you know, him take that, the $250 million and we'll see if he finishes his career as a Washington wizard. He has the report from Mark Stein is saying that he wants to be viewed as the Dirk Nowitzki of the Washington wizards. So we do have Bradley Bill back, but it's just hard to build around him and build a championship contender. I think we have some good pieces right now with Porzingis. Uh, we have some young guys with potential, but the roster just needs more. It really needs more. They, they do need to consolidate. I feel we have a log jam of some, some spots. The four spot, Denny, Rui, Kuz, mainly are fours. Some and they could be interchangeable to be threes too, but the competition there. Then you bring in a Will Barton. You do have Anthony Gill. Isaiah Todd is still in the G League, but you just have a lot of forwards, a lot of fours. Don't really have a natural three right now, like a natural two-way three. Um, kind of like a just a six-seven guy that can handle the ball, that can shoot three and D natural small forward at the moment. We just don't really have one, but it is positionless basketball at the moment. Um, I think Kuz can play the three at times. Denny can play the three at times. Rui can play the three at times. It's just it's just depending on the matchups. But right now, once again, like I said before, the ceiling right now is playing or, um, you know, maybe six seed, seven seed right now at the moment. Um, you look at the teams like the, the Celtics just got better by bringing in Malcolm Brogdon. They didn't have to give up much either. So I think that's a good trade they made. They, get, they found a natural point guard. Um, the Heat, of course, are going to be good next year. The Sixers, um, the Nets are imploding right now, you know, they Kevin Durant requested a trade. I'll probably talk about that on, on the next episode. But um 
Um, and then you got the Celtics, like, like I said before, the Celtics, Sixers, the Heat, and the Bucks with Giannis. So those teams, those are the top four teams that you really have to compare yourself to right now, and uh, see if you're getting better. I think I think what's I think Tommy Shepard's made good moves, but they the team has improved, and I've I've said this before too. The team can improve and still not be a championship contender just because the East is not the East is not the last year's East or the East from two years ago. You have to have a winning record to make the playoffs. The Cleveland Cavaliers are getting better. They have young talent. They're getting better. They're ascending. The Raptors are getting better with Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, you know, so it's, it's a lot of competition in the Eastern conference right now. It's a lot of competition. So do you want to talk about the rotations? It's going to be competition at that three spot. There's really, there's really nobody set in stone at that three at that small forward position right now at the moment. There's really not. So I do want to quickly uh, touch on John Collins. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Follow all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including the, this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news of the season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so I'm going to pull up this. uh, This is actually a tweet from Dave Carmichael, who is a beat reporter. Um, that is reporting that the Wizards are really the front runners. They're really the team that is showing the most interest in John Collins. The report is the Wizards reportedly are the most engaged team pursuing John Collins uh, via trade. Yeah, this is from Dave or Carmichael Dave, Dave Carmichael on Twitter. Um, he is a beat reporter as well. I just want to pull up his credentials um, just to see. So he is um, a part of Dunked On. He's a part of Dunked On. So um he's on twitter he works with sacktown sports 1140.com so you know we don't know how reliable his source is but there's been many reports that the wizards are interested in, in trading for john collins for sure and uh there's just been multiple outlets that have reported that as well so i think there, where there's some smoke there's some fire i could see why they would want john collins now john collins has had a couple injuries uh the past couple seasons john collins he's a good player he's a four he's he's very athletic he's a hybrid somewhat of a stretch four um somewhat of an old school for at the same time so he averaged 16.7 boards a game and 1.8 assists can really shoot the three can really space the floor shot 36 percent from the three point point line and shot three threes per game which is not high volume but a solid the year before that in 2021 he shot 39 percent from the three-point line off of three threes per game he averaged 17 points and seven boards a game in 2020 he averaged 21 points and 10 boards a game so he is capable of he's a walking double double he's a guy that can get 20 and 10 for you and can fill it up as a solid defender Struggles a little bit against those quicker fours. Struggles a little bit when he plays the five against those stronger bigs like your Jonas Valanciunas or your Steven Adams and Beads, Jokic's of the world, those guys. 
um, Vucevic, those stronger bigs that, you know, kind of Gafford struggles against those guys as well, because John Collins, he, he's a wiry guy. He's a thin, wiry guy, but he's super athletic. I remember the alley-oop dunk he had on Joel Embiid in the playoffs when they upset the Sixers. Um, he's had some, he's a human highlight film. He would raise the athletic bar for the Wizards, and they, the Wizards do need to become more athletic. John Collins is six foot nine, 235 pounds. Um, now, the only thing is he doesn't create a shot for himself, and I just don't know who we would package up. I know Kuz it has been reported as available. Would they trade Will Barton? Um, John Collins, you look at the salary right now, it's, he's on a five-year, $125 million deal. So he, he's making a good amount of money. So you have to match the salary since the Wizards are over the cap. You have five years, $125 million. And he's still relatively young. Right now he's 25 years old. So he's making $23 million this upcoming year and then $25 million in 2024. $26 million in 2025, and then $26 million again in 2026. But he has a player option in 2026. So I just feel like if you trade Kuz and let's say Denny or Rui in a first for, for John Collins, I just don't see that really moving the needle for the Washington Wizards. I just think the way Kyle Kuzma played last year, 17 points, eight boards a game, played really, really well. I'd rather keep Kuz and Rui or Denny and those guys rather than trading them. I know the Wizards should consolidate just to – you know, define roles because they had a problem last year just defining roles. It was a lot of guys that were fighting for minutes, fighting for playing time last year, and it just didn't work out. Fighting for touches, it just didn't work out. And I feel like it's kind of becoming similar with this roster. It's a deep roster. They have a lot of depth, which is a good thing as well. You can never get mad at depth, and the Wizards certainly could use that. But bringing in John Collins, I think he's a great player, but it, it definitely I could definitely see it being a lateral move. If you're trading Kuz, or if you're trading Barton, if you don't have to give up Kuz and you can find a way to get John Collins, I think that would be a great move because the starting five could be Monte Morris, Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma at the three, John Collins at the four, and Porzingis at the five. John Collins is a great pick and roll guy. He, you know, there's rumors of a report. There's not rumors really. Him, there's been a lot of reports. Sham Shams has reported that him and John Collins and Trey Young didn't get along. John Collins went a, a larger role in the offense as well. So how would that work out with Bradley Bill and Porzingis being the focal points of your offense where John Collins would be the third option, you know, and that he was a, you know, he was confrontational in the locker room as well. Sham Shariana reported that this year and last year. So how would that work out? Would he buy in coming coming in and knowing that he would be the third option behind Bradley Bill, behind Chris Stapps? So those are the question marks that you have to answer there. But I did find some uh, numbers on John Collins as well. Um, you know, he's a guy that needs to be set up. And I think he would work well on the pick and roll with Monte Morris and 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 and, and uh, John Collins and Bradley Bill and John Collins in a pick and roll. And then, you know, Porzingis space in the floor. So you would have good spacing. John Collins is a solid three-point shooter. But um, Collins last year, he shot 58% on twos last year and 79% of them were assisted. So a lot of his shots are assisted. Does not offer a lot of self-creation. We don't need a lot of – we don't really need him to come out there and dribble the ball. Um, a lot, you know, Porzingis and Brad are going to, you know, be handling the ball the most. I feel like the offense is going to run through them. I just feel like West Hunter Jr. definitely wants to run a system that is similar to what he had with the Nuggets with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, which I know they're two different players, but I just feel like that's the kind of system that West Hunter Jr. wants to run, looking at the way they ran the offense through Porzingis last year. So that's just a number that shows that, you know, John Collins is a guy that needs somebody to assist him and somewhat spoon feed him to unlock him and get the best at a lot of lobs, rim running, pick and rolls, different things like that. That's what John Collins is good at. But John Collins is a great player. I think the 2020 year where he averaged 20 and 10, he was certainly a borderline all-star at the time, and that's what earned him 
helped him earn that $25 million per year contract. So he has had some injuries in the past. This, the playoffs, he didn't play well, but he was hampered with a foot injury. Then he had a finger injury. So he, he has a, a, a long list of injuries um, this past year. I do want to pull up from basketball reference just to see how many games that he played this past season. Um, he played, John Collins played in about 54 games this past season, which is not bad. 63 games the year before, 41 games in 2020. So he has missed a good amount of time here and there. So I think it would be a solid pickup, but at the same time, it's somewhat of a lateral move, you know, giving up a, a Kuz and a Denny or a Rui and a Kisper in a first round pick for, for John Collins. And that's, I haven't seen any trade offers. I'm not going to do a trade machine or anything like that, but you would have to give up something significant to bring back a John Collins. John Collins, he is a, he, he's a walking double double. He's capable of doing that. He's, he's really good defense. He's solid, he's solid defensively. He's capable of blocking shots and he plays above the rim. So, uh, but I think the fit next to Porzingis would be fine. It's two bigs that can space the floor, but defensively, if they have a stretch four, if the opposing team has a stretch four, say like a, or a wing, they can really put the ball on the floor and get to the basket, like a Jason Tatum or a Jalen Brown. Um, then yeah, it would be a struggle for John Collins moving his feet there. And then, like I said, uh, oversized big him playing at the five would be a struggle for him getting overmatched and overpowered at times. But on the flip side, he can shoot the three and stretch the floor and he can finish above the rim. So there's pros and cons of bringing in John Collins. So, but you guys can definitely comment down below, yay or nay to John Collins. Should they have interest? Should they pull the trigger on a trade for him? Or you can DM me at me on Twitter. And I am, I am doing a mailbag sometime next week. If I am available, like I said, I hope everybody enjoys their three-day weekend, the holiday weekend. My son's due date is July 4th, so I may be out for a week and then come back for the summer league, which starts um, July 9th or the 10th. I do want to pull up the summer league schedule here really quickly if I can because I was just looking at the um, summer league schedule for the Wizards. I'm going to pull that up really quick before I leave because I'm very intrigued. I know the Wizards play the Pistons, so they could possibly be playing against Cade Cunningham for the Pistons. He is supposed to be playing. Yeah, July 9th, they play the Pistons. July 10th, they play the Suns. July 13th, they play the Pelicans. And July 15th, they play the Pacers. So I just want to thank you guys for listening and making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, get up to date on the latest news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes every day with Locked on NBA. Locked on NBA, your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, you guys submit your mailbag questions in the comment section or on Twitter. You can DM me or um, email me at eoliver.realestate at gmail.com. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.